Hello and welcome to the Redvers Podcast, episode 21. Today's episode is another world news breakdown with Steve. On today's episode, we chat about my discovery that I have a hernia, my French holiday recap, Amazon Alexa's most requested albums, the government cooks the books, the conservative party tout opportunity for all, and a whole bunch more. This is the Redvers Podcast. G'day and welcome to episode 21 of the Redvers podcast. I am your host, Redvers, aka Justin Gill. And yes, I get into the details at the start of this podcast that Steve and I recorded last Friday about discovering what I thought to be a hernia. Turns out that it is a hernia. It's specifically an inguinal hernia, they call it. Uh, which is where the content of the stomach, (laughs) I think it's the intestine or possibly bowel in some circumstances, uh, is, well, there's a tear in the abdominal wall uh, and that contents of the stomach is then protruding into the inguinal tract. Um, Men and women have these tracts either side of the lower abdomen It's where the testicles descend from, if you're a man, of course, um, at birth or during your period in the the womb. Uh, And if you're a female, you still have these tracks because we all start off the same in the womb. Um, uh, They're just a lot smaller in women, so these hernias are very rare. uh, Sorry, very rare. Well, yeah, in women and very common in men. Uh, One in four men will have a hernia throughout their entire lifetime. Is it painful? Yes. Is it annoying? Very much so. Um, Is it strange having what looks to be half of a golf ball protruding from your crotch area above your member? Yeah, little weird. Um, Very annoying. And uh, is it painful and annoying working eight hours a day, standing up, bending over and doing all that shit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's getting old very quick. But anyway, um, I will have to see a surgeon in November. And then it's going to be around about a 15-week wait. So that's cool. Um, Going to be... uh, painful and interesting couple of months ahead. So looking forward to it. You learn from your circumstances, don't you? Um, <laughs> oh, it could be a lot worse though, that's for sure. Um, could be a herniated disc in my spine or some other shocking injury that uh, a lot of people would be suffering right now as we speak. So really, I consider myself lucky. Um, It just highlights the fact that uh, your health is extremely important and without it, you're screwed big time. Um, The most annoying thing about this hernia is the fact that I cannot go to the gym. Um, I'd been in my seventh week of a weights program 
and I was doing very well. But anyway, I'll go into details in the podcast. Um, yeah, if you are new to the podcast or maybe you listen on a regular basis, if you do, spread the word. Tell your mum, tell your father or your brothers, your sisters, whatever, to tune in. Uh, the podcast can be found on iTunes and basically anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, SoundCloud. Just look for Redviz Podcast on Google and it will pop up somewhere. Follow the links, man. And yeah, so Steve and I got together again um, Friday just past, whatever date that is, is irrelevant. Um, and we recorded this podcast. There's a fair bit to go through Um I didn't write any notes down for this, so I was relying solely on old Stevo. There was a couple of topics that I wanted to go through. Um, we recapped my little sojourn with my girlfriend to France, uh, which was a lovely holiday. Um, yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, that's all I've got to say. I'm going to keep this short because I want to try and keep these little intros to five minutes, and five minutes is just gone. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for listening. This is episode 21 of the podcast. I will sign off here and you will hear from me again at the completion of episode 21. Broadcasting live from HQ in London, this is the fucking World News Breakdown with Renders and Steve. And once again, we are rolling. Episode 21. Uh, the legal drinking age in the United States. Um, what else is 21? I don't know. 21. 21. Is it 21 grams? Is that that film or was it 12 grams? Or no, there's 21 grams, 21 Jump Street. They say when you die that uh, the body weighs 21 grams less or something. Because <laughs> your soul is... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah something uh, intangible. It has a weight. Who would have thought? I love that. Uh, it's quite funny. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that all the air inside of you escapes. Expels. Because there's probably quite a bit. Um, anyway, I'm not a doctor. Don't take any of my medical advice ever. <laughs> Speaking of medical advice, um, potential suspect hernia discovered this afternoon right near my penis. <laughs> so that's not good um, because I've been going back to the gym been using gym since I was probably about 13, never had a hernia, 34, possible hernia. What's 34 minus 13? Don't know. 21. <laughs> That's coming around quick, hasn't it? Oh, look out. Anyone would think this was scripted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so, got back this week from France, uh, which was lovely. Did you have plenty of cheese? Shitload of cheese. Would you believe um, the first night we were there, we were staying in a little place called Annecy, uh, which is about 40-something kilometres away from the border of Switzerland or Geneva. And um, I had this uh, pizza at this restaurant. Uh, it was lovely. But it was like four cheese, four fromage pizza. It was huge. There was so much cheese on it. I obviously ate the whole thing. Of course I was still kind of hungry afterwards. <clears throat> but, how, many, um, how many euros was that, just? Oh, God, no idea. Um, I think the pizza was only maybe 13 or 14 euros. So it's not too bad. It was like 
11 or 12 pounds. So it's more expensive than the Domino's? Less. Less expensive? Yeah, Domino's is like 17 pounds or something. Was um, it better? <laughs> yeah, it's like comparing... Did you get on a bus, a bus anywhere? Yeah, yeah, we got the bus to um, Geneva. Um, well, we landed in Geneva and then caught the bus to uh, Annecy, so you cross over to France. Did you have then... to show your passport at the border and then the border or not? No, exiting Switzerland, we didn't have to. Uh, when we came back in on our day out in Geneva, we did. So it's selective processing, I assume, or like they stop. And what was, the, what was the price? No, there is no price. No, I meant bus from... Oh, sorry. Um, uh, return was 18 euro. That's not bad, is it? Yeah. Because they, they were talking at work today and an open-ended return mm. train um, ride from Kendall to Taunton... Yeah. £156. <coughs> yeah, right. There you go. It's disgusting. Travel around Britain. It's dead cheap. Yeah. yeah, hey, let's go to Britain and um, become fucking bankrupt. You know? <laughs> and then get charged a, um, a tax on being a tourist as well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, when we got stopped at the border, um, the Swiss border guards came on, two of them, and they just, you know, they walk through the bus. Everyone has to produce their passport. And some guy was taken off the bus. Was he? Yeah. Door closed. See you later. Bus took off. English? Uh, no. No, he was foreign. Uh, when I say foreign, he had an accent that I didn't recognise. Right. I don't know where he was from. But, um, yeah. No, they are quite um, assertive, those border guards. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I guess not. But having a British passport and having white skin you just fly straight under the radar don't you that's quite a statement is that well it's true they didn't even fucking look at us he's like yep here you go uh although i said bonjour because it's french speaking there (laughs) i think i said it with such an accent that he must have thought he's lived here maybe before yeah you always convince yourself (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had the bank account to live in geneva though unbelievable um at least you got to look at some watches. Yes, I'm into watches for anyone listening. Definitely into watches. I was thinking about it the other day. I don't know why. I think it's the craftsmanship, like the precision. I love precision and I love time being correct. That's why I like I'm wearing a digital watch. I think I would find it difficult to transition to wearing an analog watch every day of the week because the time slows down. That would piss me off. What time slowing down? Well, I'd like actual <coughs> time to slow down in reality. That would be nice. Um, I don't know. I mean, neither of us wear a lot of jewellery, but I like my watch. Yeah. You like your watch. It's almost like one passable piece of jewellery that a man can watch, and no one would sort of bat an eyelid. I mean, get your nose pierced, alarm bells uh, ring, don't they? Especially at the airport. <laughs> right, come with us, sir. <laughs> but no, what a hell of a bloody... Part of the world. I love it around there, near the Alps. Um, I really want to explore Switzerland more, despite the fact that it is quite expensive. But visually, I mean, it's just fucking... Did you take plenty of photographs? Yeah, took a few, yeah. Um, But not many. I mean, it's... I would have if we'd sort of gone out into Switzerland, like into, like, uh, the Alpine areas. But no, in Geneva, you're sort of limited. The light was kind of shit for... The morning that we were there, but then the sun came out. It was quite nice. 
But uh, yeah, so that was where I was last week, or some of this week, and uh, yeah. I went nowhere. Yeah, you went nowhere except work. Another holiday of the mind. No. (laughs) Definitely not. Well, um, I've been a bit of a lazy shit this afternoon, so I don't have much prepared. It's all in my mind, and people would say that that's not really preparation whatsoever. If he's there, he's there. They're probably right. Well. So we're relying on Steve Uh What do you got? Uh, have a guess. Um, Alexa. Yeah. What the most requested albums are oh, right. on Alexa. Now, there was, there was a statement that made me laugh. It said, uh, Alexa's most requested albums reveal beha- reveals behaviour that may concern the music industry. <laughs> okay, so that that must mean then that it's uh, a newer artist, potentially. Is it uh, like some sort of Christian rock? It's not actually Justin. It's it's somebody that um, we hear quite a lot of at work. Oh, no, don't tell me. Is it like Justin Bieber or no? No, Ed Sheeran. Yes, of course. Ed Sheeran's album Plus or Sign or whatever it was was the the most requested or listened to. You're kidding. I wish I was. I really do wish I was. You you, you think about the amount of classic albums are out there and people are just listening to diarrhoea, aren't they? Well, it's because, I mean, look at his presence on the radio. If people keep hearing, especially young people, I mean, again, I think we've spoken about him before where I said... Nothing against the fella because he's probably a nice bloke. From what I've seen, he is shit music. Well, it's, it's almost like, as you said, the younger generation are being brainwashed. Yeah. You know, don't listen to lyrics. Yeah. Just listen to Ed Sheeran. Being brainwashed by a ginger. Right, I mean, George Ezra. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of his. Oh, yeah. Love um, Adele. Yeah, I like Adele. I like the first Beautiful album. voice. And somebody called Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yeah. They get, well, they or he or she, I don't, don't know, know what it is. Um, they get played a lot on Radio 1. That, right. That's at work. That's the only reason I know that name. I couldn't tell you uh, a name of the tune or I couldn't even hum a melody. Good. I've got no idea. But uh, I'd like to see, though, the statistics on the average Amazon or Alexa user because people over 30 aren't requesting Ed Sheeran, surely. And I guess people over 30 aren't really using fucking electronic robots to take their food orders. And yeah, shit. but I thought it would have been... I always thought Alexa was for the person who wanted... It was lonely. And there was a voice there you could speak to and get some sort of recognition. Yeah. So does that suggest that 65-year-olds are, are listening to it? Um, no. No, I don't think they are. Like, people over 65 are definitely not as aware or able to adapt, I don't think, to this kind of technology. Yeah, but you think if you were 65 now, you should think yeah. about the musical experience and journey you've had yeah. to get to 65. Yeah. So you must be... I'm dismissive of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> you are as well, but I mean... Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because, like, I'm a huge fan of music from the 60s, 50s and 60s and early 70s and some late 70s, I guess, but... I was always a huge fan of um, Woodstock, the Woodstock movie. Uh, and you see some of the parents in that film and they're like, hippies, you yeah, know. Yeah, but that, that, that was America after... Well, it was it during Vietnam as well? Yeah. 
So you look at the, the divide of uh, those two generations. It's sure it's not as extreme now no. for us to dislike this new music coming through. It's not like that, is it? Yeah, but it's, it's new music that comes through and it doesn't go anywhere. It just stays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if people were saying the same thing about Jimi Hendrix. How could they have done? Yeah, true. I mean, that guy was from out of fucking space. And we're talking about, like, the youngsters, and there's a survey. Everybody's doing surveys nowadays. Yeah. 53% of 22 to 29-year-olds have no savings at all. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And uh, what was that other statistic that we've spoken about? Um, was it the number of households that have less than £100? £900. Saved up, pounds, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't surprise me that young people don't have... Any savings. So, so why which, they do these surveys, which are pretty obvious what the outcome's going to be. Yeah. So why don't they find out how much debt 22 to 29-year-olds 20, Well, yeah. I mean, owe. if they've been to uni, well, they'll be in tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt, or pounds of debt. And, uh, I mean, what wage? There's... It's kind of a shit statistic because they can't break... Do they break down how much these people are earning and all that stuff? You know, it's like... Well, you were telling me about the student debt yeah. the government have tried to manipulate now into how much they... Are spending on education, yeah. It's a bit naughty, is that? Yeah, fucking unbelievable. I mean, this is how governments, uh, and especially I would suspect the Tories, cook the books to make it look like they're spending this much on education. And it was in the billions, they said, that they're spending. So, you know, the people say, oh, you're not spending enough on education. Like, oh, no, we're spending however many billions. But, yeah, within that figure, they've added the loan payments (laughs) that students are paying back. So they're not paying it back. Well, they they don't pay it back until they hit X amount of money. Yeah. So, really, I mean, students are paying for courses. Mm Mm-hmm which the government are financing through the back door as such, and the yep. money's never going to get paid. It's never going to get paid back. No, it gets written off, doesn't it, I think? Uh, it gets written off after 25 years. Yeah, something like doesn't that. Doesn't it? But, yeah. I mean, still, it seems bring down the fees, make it more affordable to pay back. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Well, I mean, I know a fellow who was going to university when... Uh, and he's not... I think he's a year or two, two years younger than me. A mature student. No, he went after, straight after high school um, in England uh, to Cambridge, I think. It's Cambridge. £1,000 a year. That's how much it was then. I mean, before that, it was fucking free. But £1,000 a year. I mean, your debt's not going to be anywhere near as much as a kid now. Yeah, well, you, you talk about the, the debt of £1,000 a year was for the education. Yeah. But and then, then you've, you've got, got your student loans. And you've got everything else shit. on top of it, though, yeah. haven't you? But why, yeah, how can fuck. Scotland afford free edu- yeah. uh, free uni? Probably just the uh, size of the population. So small. What what is the size population? No. Is it four point two million? Or is that all it is? I, I, I really don't know. Just maybe it's not four point two million. That sounds quite small. Well, it could be right. But uh, yeah, Jesus, education, thousands of pounds. Of, but yeah, like uh, a twenty nine year old. You look at the pay, what they have to pay out now to live. Like there was that thing on the radio this week, wasn't there? That um, the amount of young people now who are spending was it 
a third or two thirds of their wage. It's a third, Justin. But I spend a rent. third of my wage on the mortgage. So, yeah, you know, so it's. Well, that's I wouldn't it. say it was a, a, a decent comparison because I've got a mortgage. No. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I thought a third, and it's like, well, that's not much. But then you look at the cost of rent, say in um, Manchester, to even rent a room down there is like four, four fifty, five hundred. And it's like, well, if you're a musician working in a bar or something and doing a couple of gigs a week to try and, you know, get yourself out there, you're fucked. Where, where are you going to live? <clears throat> Under a bridge. Under a bridge. <laughs> I mean, that could inspire some great music, but not many people are up for that. No. Very few. <laughs> but as, but you, you just said it then, the, 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 there's no opportunity for opportunity because it's becoming mm. so unaffordable nowadays. And what was the Conservative Party slogan for that? Uh, Opportunity. Opportunity. Where Theresa May uh, seemingly did some electrified version of the robot as she walked down on stage to Abba's Dancing Queen. I didn't see her feet move. It was almost like she was gliding. She must have been on, like, two skateboards and she was just pulled across. Or like those magnetic trains that hover just above the rail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing, like, what did I say to you? Like, self-effacing humour is supposed to be funny. And I sat there and thought, hmm, that's... I don't think, you know, even on You've Been Framed, I don't think she'd get a lot. I think they'd send her tape back. And yeah, say, no, and they wouldn't you. even give her the 50 no. quid, yeah. No, we don't want this, sorry. They'd send it back, uh, VHS, to it was recorded, they'd just smashed the bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But yeah, so money, money's not going anywhere near as far anymore. Um, I saw a thing the other day, actually, where... They interviewed some people in it wasn't it wasn't Cheshire maybe it was I can't remember but it was a majority voted for Brexit and <laughs> they were talking about uh, they were interviewing some people on the street saying if you knew how jumbled up the process of Brexit was going to be when you voted would you have voted for Brexit and obviously, it's on TV, so 50% of people said yes, 50% said no. But the reasons were pretty funny. One lady was like, um, no, there's no way I'd vote yes to leave the country, to leave the fucking... E-. And it was... She's like, why didn't they tell us this at the start? And it's like, um, people were saying this back then. They were saying that it was going to be a diabolical shitstorm. But then... All that stuff was labelled as Project Fear, remember? I do, Justin. They they tried to put a positive spin on it. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not worked. And one guy who said he wouldn't change his vote, he said he voted for Brexit and he wouldn't change it. He was like, yeah, no, I wouldn't fucking... Well, he didn't say fuck. He's like, I wouldn't change my vote. He said, it'll all die down after a while and we'll be our own free country again. This couldn't have come from what? Cheshire, because nobody speaks like that in Cheshire. Well, I might have handed up that accent. <laughs> but, I mean, the dudes, it's like, oh, okay. So if we're not a, sort of a, our own country now, what are we? An EU puppet? No. I think we've been an EU puppet for a long time, Oh, I don't know. I mean, what the fuck? It's just, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see how that guy's prediction comes. I mean, it's comes a funny out. one, isn't it? Because, I mean, if you, if you turn it round slightly... Just slightly. How many English people have gone to France, Poland, Hungary, Germany? I mean, I know a few have gone to Germany, but how many yeah. people are from this country? Yeah. I know you're going to say people from this country don't migrate. Yeah. But how many have gone to, to work? Fuck all. 
So you can understand. You can, un- you can understand. Yeah. A slight annoyance, can't you? Yeah, but you know, I think in a, a society that's uh, willing to engage but- in sort of um, openness to the people that it allows into its society, and like that can work in the country is it's a nice thing it's like that sort of inclusiveness needs to be more widespread now i think at this stage on earth because you're looking at a lot of places now in say europe and the united states are focusing on separation that's not going to lead to a, a very good place i mean i had an interesting conversation with a polish gentleman yeah and he described he described his country as being the black hole of Europe. <laughs> that's what he. That's how well, he described it. They've got a very interesting political party there at the moment. They've got, got an awful history as well, haven't they? Really, fucking hell! I mean, extremely right wing, um, almost. Uh, I was going to say authoritarian, almost kind of dictatorial. Dictatorial. Almost. Yeah. Could me. I actually uh, got a word over just in there. Yeah. But does that happen very often? Funny thing is, we're using a dictaphone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the black hole of Calcutta. He just said the black hole of Europe. He didn't. Yeah. He said he said he couldn't understand because I said I would never move away to somebody else's country without at least committing to learn the language. And he said yeah, yeah. exactly the same thing. He said a lot of people come across to England, yeah, without learning the language, hoping to hmm. knock about in a group of their own, so they never have to. And he said he said yeah. that's the wrong mindset. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, you're going to have people who are just going to be. Uh, in more profitable countries to profit, essentially, aren't you? I mean, it's... And I understand that shit. I mean, if I came from a dump of a country and I had the opportunity to go somewhere where you could earn some decent money... Don't come to England. <laughs> don't, definitely don't come to England. <laughs> Fuck me. Get yourself to Switzerland, for Christ's sake. If you can get over the border, that is. I mean, hypothetical question. If... Um, maybe it's just paper talk. If yeah. America allows free movement with England, yeah. would you consider going to America? I'm off, yeah. See you later. I'll be gone tomorrow. But, but, you, but you, 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 you're a down talker of Mr Trump. But I am. yet the opportunity of going across to America. I'd take it. I think I would as well. But that yeah. leads on to the next question for you, Justin. Yeah. Mr Trump, is yeah. he doing a good job as the American president? Well, it depends on your... I was going to say your vision. It depends on your your, I guess, uh, political opinions. But more than that, like, you'd have to look at the United States as, uh, I guess, an independent... Because I, when I think of the United States, it's almost like this overbearing world power. But now that he's sort of president, and so they are looking to sort of, you know, insulate themselves. And um, I guess in that sense, in terms of some of the economic moves he's making... Of course, it's a lot better. The US unemployment rate fell yeah. to 3.7%. This is the lowest rate yeah. uh, since December 1969. 69, right. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's, that's the thing, like... But he always promised to look after his own people. Yeah. But the problem is, though, like, how much can... Um, it's almost like inflating something that's sort of bursting at the seams, you know what I mean? It's like, are they just sort of... Is this another way of just propping up the economy? 
Yeah, but I mean, you, you, you have all your monies in American shares. I mean, you're absolutely Me? going. Yeah. Oh no, not anymore. I don't. Oh, it's gone, is it now? It's all in Bitcoin. Right, yeah. it's all in Bitcoin, which is American. Mm-mm. It's not American. It's universal. No oh, one, knows, no one right. knows where it originated from. Yeah, they do. There was that bloke in Australia, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, it didn't turn out to be him. Um, but yeah, no, I got out of there. Got all my all my shares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like fucking uh, that guy on that fucking film. Jesus, that reference would have been good too. Gecko. Gordon Gecko, yeah, all my shares. Um, for listeners, it was fuck all. It doesn't matter, but all I'm saying was yeah. you, you were following the American market because you said it was doing so well, and it still yeah. is. Oh, it is, yeah. I mean, the S&P 500 is just going up and up and up. It's I mean, you think about I mean, was it Amazon have just put the wages up to £9.50 if you're not in London, yeah. £10.50 if you're in London. Yeah. But the Americans, their minimum wage has gone up to $15. Yeah. Which is still more than £10.50. Yeah, and they've, but the thing with that is they've gotten rid of, uh, was it like a little incentive? Uh, um, in the American market, yes. In Amazon, yeah. And there was something else they got rid of as well. It was, it was one of the ones It's like healthcare or dental care. or it was, <laughs> There was something that, that was yeah. just slightly gone. Yeah, which is a bit of a kick in the teeth. But what, what we said to... A bit of a kick in the teeth. But what, what we said before with the big businesses now not declaring as much profit... Yeah. But their employees are paying all the tax. I think this is just another way they're going to they're going to come at yeah. the business market now. Yeah. See. Yeah. Fucking hell. I wonder how. Uh, I don't know. I mean, companies like that are so big; they employ so many people. Um, You've got to have money, haven't you? You've got to have yeah. an extraordinary amount of money to even take to, to dare take them on. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And the funny thing is, though, like governments can harp on about how they are the rulers of countries. But they're not. They're not. Corporations are now the overlords of governments. The overlords. Yeah. Oh, talking about the overlords... Yes. Um, we have to do a, a a correction. Oh, right. I think it was episode 17 when we... Um, we poked a bit of fun at Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Um, Doctor Who is on Sunday. Yeah. And it's the first Sunday yeah. it's been on since 2005. There was that correction oh, right. made today. Yeah. So it has been on a Sunday before, but it was 2005. Maybe right. for one episode. Yeah. But then we'll, it went back we'll to We'll see. Yeah. What was the event that caused that in 2005? Was it like a World Cup or...? 2000? No. I think I always thought World Cups were on even years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably right there. Um, 2005. Talk about a year that... I fucking have no idea where I was or what I was doing. 2005, 69, 79, 89, 99, 36. 36? Years old. Just come out of a bad relationship. Yeah, sweet. Freedom. Uh, What else was it? Just, uh, I think, uh, that was about it, really. I can can tell you things, but uh, no. But I'd have to cut them. (laughs) 2005, let me think where I was. I finished high school in 02... 2003, 4, 5. I was probably landscaping. Um, so, yeah, a year that probably meant not much to me at all. On to 2018. I almost wrote the other day at work, you have to put the date on the sheet that we were working. I almost put 2014. I've been putting strange things down. <laughs> like the wrong month and the wrong year. It's not like, what's going on? And I think maybe subliminally, actually, uh, this month on the 18th, I will have been here for four years exactly. On the 18th of this month? Yeah. 
So it's been uh, it's been a very quick four years. Well, is the 18th the day before we go out to the Texas barbecue? No, it's two days after. So, so we go out on the, the 16th. That's yeah. to, to hardly work it out then. So we can have that as uh, we can use that little jolly, joyous occasion of stuffing ourselves with animal protein uh, as a little celebration for the. Well, what's, what's kind of economically turned out to be a, a disaster for me, living here for four years. <laughs> yeah, but it's made you a tougher person. Oh, yeah, tough as nails. Hernia and all. Oh, no. Stop going about your hernia. Um, <laughs> yeah, shit, four years, fucking hell. It's gone very quick. I just told you, mate. I said, once you get past 31. Yeah. Well, yeah. It zooms. Yeah, it does. On, like, the past sort of... Oh, two or three weeks or four weeks, I've woken up in the morning and thought about death. Every day? <laughs> Not every day, no. It's only been a couple of times. But that's sort of been the first thing that popped into my mind was... I'm glad I've woken up. Well, not that I'm... Not that, but it's like... I wish I'd not woken up. <laughs> no, no. It's like you're going to die. Like, you've... It's starting to become quite a motivating force in my life. It's like... <sighs> Don't, Justin. You're far too young to start having thoughts like oh, that. Oh, no. It's not morbid. Not in a morbid sense. No, it's in a happy sense. Yeah. No, it's like, come on. You've got... Because I'm going to die at 113, so... Or no, 116. I've pushed it out now. Right. So I've still got 87 or 89 years or whatever it is, so I'm not worried, but it's like... Episode 426 of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like, shit, uh, there's a few things that I want to do. Uh, and I think, like, telling people or, like, being more honest with people, not in a brutal sense, but, like, uh, there's things that I want to do, uh, like little accomplishments... Like little things that I've sort of been putting off telling people. Oh, like, no. How no, long is your like, list for me? No, no, like being appreciative, you know, like um, sending a letter to someone saying, oh, thanks for that time, you know, like I never thanked you for it and I probably should have, you know, stuff like that. Why not do it? Because if if I died or if they died tomorrow, it's like, shit, that's a, to me, that's a real wasted opportunity uh, to show gratitude you know i need to do that more because well, if it weighs so heavily on your mind and it's unfinished business then i suggest you do oh it's definitely not weighing heavy on my mind but it's like well, to wake man. up in the morning and think of death <laughs> no no but uh it's like yeah shit maybe i should stop being a bit of a selfish prick but hey no one believes in me more than me that's how you gotta be you're trying to make everything <laughs> rhyme now as well <laughs> yeah i'm the new biggie smalls of kendall <laughs> well talking about um Biggie Small? No, we're talking, yeah, we might as well. Yeah. Do you think Snoop Dogg knows who Ollie Mers is? <laughs> and if if and if he did know who he was, yeah. do you think he would have collaborated? He didn't collaborate, he probably had a, a cheque for $100,000 sent across to him, said, yeah. sing or rap this, and then send it. But I think he'd be yeah. horrified if he knew who he was. Oh, yeah, no, there's no way. Uh, because Steve's making a reference to a new song that came out this week, uh, Ollie Mers feet Snoop Dogg in this piece of shit song. It's dreadful because the mix, like the Ollie Murs parts where he's singing is kind of like an Ed Sheeran thing, isn't it? And then you've got Snoop Dogg coming and he's like, the big fucking dog, you know, all that shit. And it's like... Yeah, but I mean, get Ollie Murs on Snoop Dogg's cookery programme. Get him, get him baked, baked up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we'll see what sort of a penis he is. But the thing is, yeah, you're right. Snoop Dogg would have been just chilling out in yeah. his crib, uh, probably high as a kite. Someone 
his manager knocked yeah, on the door. Yeah, he's under thousand dollars. Yeah, a hundred thousand. He's fucking half a million, probably something like that. Just wrap this and uh, yeah. No, he doesn't know who Ollie Mers no. is. No way. Maybe we should email him with with clips of Ollie Mers and say, "Do you realise you, you're doing your street?" Credibility, no good whatsoever. Dog shit. Yeah, that song will never be played in the United States. Will it, balls? Guarantee it. I mean, the furthest it will reach is probably the Isle of Man. That's that's how offshore that fucking song's going. I think that's a long way, Isle of Man. <laughs> All right, maybe the Isle of Sky. It's, yeah, but the thing is, as soon as it gets a as soon as it gets a play on Radio One, yeah, every other fucking radio station thinks it's trendy and they play yeah. it as well yeah. it's not, it's rubbish I couldn't tell you who or what Oli Mose looks like, we went over that today I've got no idea, I've never seen him he'll probably be on EastEnders in about 15 years time with Danny Dyer, yeah Danny Dyer will still be there um, as like uh, playing sort of the older wise man you know <laughs> <laughs> still telling off the Tory party Fucking he'll up. be watching his reality TV show when it comes out yeah, Danny a day, a day in the life for Danny. Well, yeah. it's him and his daughter and that new boyfriend with all the teeth that he bought from Turkey. Yeah, it'll be called D-Day. I don't know what it'll be called. Yeah, and they'll do it. Oddly enough, they'll probably do it somewhere around where D-Day took place, you know, just to sort of kick the Tories in the teeth a bit more. Um, what else you got? Uh, we talked about um, the people <laughs> who complain about things. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't that. remember the, the last one, and it was one... Per, it was University Challenge and the gender-neutral questions. Oh, yeah. Now, you've you, you probably heard this just anyway. A radio advert for Costa Coffee. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I know exactly what you're going to say. And I was meant to bring this up with you because it really pisses me off. Has been banned for urging customers to buy a bacon roll rather than an avocado. Oh, shit, hang on, no, sorry. I'm this is a different one. So, I mean, I've never had an avocado. I know you're going to fall off the chair now. You just did. But, I mean, do coffees and avocados go together? Uh, I've, I don't think I've ever had that mix. Maybe I, maybe I did, but, like, it was on a, with a burger or something or, like, a breakfast thing, you know. Where right. maybe, but, I mean, a bacon bun and a brew... Not yeah. a bad thing, is it really? But see, maybe that's. I, have, I must have had. I think I have had avocado with like bacon and eating that at the same time on a bun with an espresso. How cosmopolitan. It's a beautiful mix. Very popular in Geneva. But, but two, two listeners complained that the, yeah. the advertisement <laughs> discouraged people yeah. from eating avocados. I mean, what the fuck? Um, well, hang on. I mean. Two people? I thought I read an article that. Uh, avocado farming is like destroying certain parts of South America because of the amount of fucking water used in the cultivation. Right. Good luck, Jules. You, you should have sort of like done a counter complaint. And I love avocado. I mean, they grow in Australia. They're farmed in Australia. And, you know, they're fucking lovely. They're good for you. Um, but what? I mean, Two people. The, the advert that I thought you were talking about was, and I know this one's going to, You'll fall off the chair. Right, time. you can do sound effect for that one. You would have heard this today. Uh, I think it's been going for a couple of days now. The advertisement for... It's a BBC advertisement advertising university people to pay their TV licences. Oh. Uh, girlfriend at a university in, <laughs> in Preston. Yeah. And she was in halls of residence. There must have been, I don't know, 400 single rooms in there. Yeah. And they were trying to get all of them to pay for... For TV licences. <laughs> it's like, hang on a minute, right? Yeah. If you, you, 
where you live, there'll be yeah. one television license for the premises. Yeah. You know, immaterial of how many people are in the actual building itself. Yeah. They can't handle the money they've got, can't the BBC? And they just want more and more and more. But the way that they've done the advertisement is like, um, is it like, don't get that dreadful text from text, you. or like it's it's aimed at almost at the parents to tell their kids, and they're like, you don't want this bad text, mum. I haven't paid the TV license, so I just got a fine. What the fuck? But um, I mean, how, how do you stand in law if this building is set up with an aerial, yeah, and you don't want to watch the television? Yeah. Yeah, some people don't like to watch. No. Yeah, some people will just watch Amazon and Netflix. Well, that's the thing. I mean, these fucking idiots who came out with this advertisement, some honchos high up in the BBC. Hey, dude, you're talking to seventeen, eighteen. You're talking to a generation you don't, don't understand. Watch TV. Yeah, they use Netflix. They'll use um, means on the internet to work around fucking. You know, they're certainly not watching Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> they're certainly not watching anything to do with fucking baking. Yeah. Antique road trip programmes. <laughs> Honestly, just. They're just so out of touch, it's laughable. Yeah. And that's the thing, I mean, this is one thing I wanted to bring up today, and I can't remember why, but industries that we could just cull instantly now, and they wouldn't make an ounce of difference to the way that people live. TV. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, that would make a difference because maybe people would get off their asses, go for a walk. Um, get on the motorised scooter. Yeah, get on the scooter, you know, twice a day instead of once. Um, get your fat ass down to Greg's. No. <laughs> uh, I do like their sausage and beef roll or something. I don't know. Oh, you're a vegetarian. Crazy. You shouldn't make these confessions. You really shouldn't. They're a pound a pop. Pound a pop. McDonald's. Expensive. No, I was meaning if, if it was to, just to go tomorrow. Yeah, it wouldn't make a difference to anyone, um, unless you're employed there. Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> um, and I can't remember why I brought this up, the, the industry that I thought, that could go tomorrow and it wouldn't make an ounce of difference. Do it. Anything. Um, yeah, but... Who was it then? I can't remember. Oh, half a story. Yeah. But there's several. Several. I'm oh, sure there's more than like. several, Jez. Yeah. See ya. Tomorrow you'd wake up, nothing would change. Politics? Well, no, actually that would change. You'd fall into anarchy. It would be quite a nightmare. I don't uh, even know about that, just to be honest with you. Next hit. Right, so I'm, I get confused with what I'm being told <laughs> by the establishment. Yeah. You know, that's chauvinistic. That's, you know, geared up for women, that's geared up for men, gender, gender neutral. So, yeah. have you heard of Emmerdale? Uh, Emmerdale Farm, it's called. It's been, it's been a soap that's been going for, I don't know, 30 years, maybe yes, 40. Yeah, I've definitely heard of it. Right, it's to feature a, 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 a cast that's just a female cast. Yeah. On one of their episodes. Yeah, all female cast. All female cast. Yeah. And it coincided with International Women's Day. Yeah, right. Next year. Now, look, Just, you know everything. Is there an International Men's Day? No idea. Um, do, you, do you honestly think there is? Probably. Do you think there is? I don't think there is. And I, if you had your computer with you, instead of being lackadaisical about this, you could have looked it up. <laughs> 
But um, there isn't because there couldn't be an international men's day because it wouldn't be right. No, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to celebrate men either because we're pigs. But do you speak for yourself? Largely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, international it's, women's it's not, day. But I don't understand the premise of sort of having an all-female cast on International Women's Day because it's not like it's not a protest. It's not sort of furthering. This, the, the desire for women's equality. I, I thought like, that the, the, the whole thing was the empowerment of the female. Yeah. So surely if that's the case, then you should have men on the programme. Because yeah. then you're showing that you're being tolerant with men. But it's like, you know, it's like these celebs walking down the uh, red carpet at the Oscars wearing white ribbons or something to signify that they stand with Me Too or whatever, you know. That's not... You're not doing anything. You're just walking... You're a celebrity. You're walking down a fucking piece of carpet. Endorsing. You've got to go down the track where you have to sort of be willing to stand on front lines. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, it's like, you know... And that goes with anything. That's not just women's rights. This is just... This is fucking everything. It's like Gandhi. I mean, how many times have I brought him up on the podcast now? Eleven. The dude used to get his fucking head beaten in at protests and stuff because... That's what you've got to do. You've got to be there. If you want to change something, you've got to be part of the change in so much as you're willing to get your fucking head smashed. But in. have you, though, nowadays? Because, again, this leads <laughs> us nicely into Manchester University. Yeah. And about um, students that suffer with anxiety. Oh, yeah. So, therefore, you're not allowed to clap. Yeah. You've got to do the... Jazz hands. Well, they, they say jazz hands, but apparently it was about... It was sign language clapping. Sign language clapping? Yeah. Wouldn't that just be clapping? Well, no. Sign language clapping is, is like that, but apparently they've, they've adapted it now to jazz hands. Yeah, right. Yeah, but as we talked about this before, so I get an anxiety. I get anxious about things. Yeah. You know, skydive, base jump, <laughs> you know, things like that. But the only way you get through your anxieties is to conquer them. Yeah. So nowadays, if I've got an anxiety, yeah. I go into my own little room. Yeah. And everybody's got to respect my room. No, it's... Uh, Is it th- That's not the way to move forward, though. Surely that's no. dragging us backwards. No, it's not really... I don't think it's a very healthy approach to overcoming fear, is it, and anxiety. I mean, I've never really suffered from anxiety. I've felt anxiety during periods, like, say, before a gig. But every time I've ever put myself in a very uncomfortable situation, I learnt more about myself. Yeah, of course you did, Mum. I mean, the, an anxious thing for me was, was doing the best man's speech in front of 200 farmers. Well, yeah, that's pretty... You know, and then thing. saying I don't want to read out the notes yeah. because they'll be about foot and mouth. Yeah. And I was told I had to read them out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but as you say, if I... So I said, no, I'm not doing it. That would have got a pretty good laugh. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. I just I stopped reading them eventually. Was that during Mad Cow disease? Yeah. Like, oh. So I said to the lad who was best man for us, I said, I fucking told you, didn't I? Yeah. So I'm not reading anymore. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, um... Yeah, you can't live your life wrapped up in cotton wool, can you? Because life doesn't treat... That, that's not reality. Like... But it's their reality. If, if, we're, if we're kowtowing to the minority, is we, yeah. we are doing that now, aren't we? Yeah. We are, though, Justin. And see, There's no getting away from that, is there? And universities have become hijacked by... Um, Imagine, like, the, your friends that came out of university, it was better. Yeah. I mean, we talked about the debt earlier, obviously, but you made friends for life, you had yeah. experiences. Yeah. But now it's like they're coming out 
in a yeah. bubble. Yeah. And they don't want that bubble to burst. No. Um, I mean, that's not how I grew up. Well, I didn't even finish high school, so I definitely didn't attend university. Uh, I've attempted college twice. Attempted. Um, quit both occasions. <laughs> um, yeah, so education or like formal education like that's I find very difficult to engage I found with. the teachers very, very difficult to engage with. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be some a lot of passion. Um not miss, like a Mrs. Jones no. sense. You didn't um, have to you didn't have to go in there just <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. Another one as well, is this a sexist statement? I, I read about this today. Mm. Manual workers most at risk from Brexit, right? Yeah. Men with fewer qualifications in manual jobs yeah. are more likely to be hit by post-Brexit trade barriers, according to the Institute for Fiscal Studies. So is it only men who have, you know, qualifications that aren't very good who work in manual jobs? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I've done quite a few manual jobs in my time, especially labouring. Never seen a female labourer in my life on a job. Um, I've certainly seen a lot of women in other professions on a job site. Um, definitely not labourers, always higher up. Jobs that I wished that I had personally had. No, so. you wouldn't, man. But the thing is, though, I mean, Therese has just promised £85 trillion to build enough houses in this, <laughs> in this country yeah. so people don't have to yeah. live rough on the streets. Now, if you're a manual... There's going to be a job market there, isn't there? Well, since I was labouring, actually, uh, in 2015, uh, I think it was for about nine months, might have been a little bit longer, I was getting paid £7.20, I think, an hour, maybe a little bit more, seven fifty. Um, now, I still get messages from the labour hire company. Um, they're always looking for work, especially locally. Uh, it's gone up closer to £10 an hour. Why the hell are you still working? Oh, it's fucking shit work, though. I know it is, man. dismal I mean, work. imagine doing it now, outside. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed the time that I was doing it purely because I was working with uh, four characters. You like said the camaraderie was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, there is very funny things that occur on job sites, um, especially when... You know, the project manager's a bit of a lazy shit and the weather's nice, so we used to just run around the scaffolding on the highest level we could and overlook Morecambe Bay. You know, you'd just chill out. Blokes would have a fag, relax. You'd have a laugh. We'd have rock-throwing competitions. Back to work. <laughs> and it's like, well, shit, I'm being paid £7.20 an hour, so, you know. Yeah, we well, can understand that. There's you? only so much lifting I can do every day. <laughs> but... Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't envy people in those positions because it's fucking hard work, and it's it, it's demoralising work. I think it's horrible. Imagine, I mean, you, you get to fifty five, sixty. Yeah. You think if you've been doing it since you were, let's say, sixteen, you've been doing it for forty, oh, fifty years. Yeah, your body'd be screwed. You think there'd be something in place with somebody who's chosen that career path so they could yeah. maybe retire. No, there's nothing in place. You um, will die before you retire. You'll be, you'll die lifting bricks. Mm. Yeah, what a horrible life. Um, but yeah, 
I'm glad I'm over those days or past those days. You could still go back to them if you wanted to. I could, but I never would. Never say never. Ten pounds an hour, though. Hey, exactly. Wouldn't have to work Saturdays. <laughs> Certainly not. Fucking hell. I'd probably be driving the Porsche now if I'd stuck stuck at labouring. Have a Rolex. Frequent holidays to Geneva. <laughs> Living the dream. They're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a labourer. Ah. Must wee, be a good labourer. Yeah. Wee wee indeed. <laughs> uh, well, something that's got on my nerves this week is, um, you know that I, well, you enjoy golf. You know, I, yeah. I enjoy golf. So you, you get the lady that's struck in the Ryder Cup oh, in right. the eye. You know what? I didn't look this up. I forgot to. Yeah. So she gets struck in the eye. Yeah. A French lady. Uh-huh. Um, next minute, she's she can't see out of the eye. <laughs> so she's going to sue. Yeah. Right, so lo and behold, I think it's the Dunhill Cups on this week. I think it was the Dunhill Cup. Yeah. And up in Scotland. And a lady yeah. gets struck on the head. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it creates a cut on her head. Yeah. So now the French lady wants to sue. Yeah. And it was on Jeremy Vine. Just and if you'd been there, you would have heard me just swearing slightly. Yeah. And now they're talking about whether people should wear helmets with visors <laughs> at golf competitions. So like, as soon as you're in yeah. there, yeah, you know what the game's about. Yes. Right. So I wanted to get into the facts of this because it annoyed me so much. Yeah. The PGA has fifty official tournaments. Yeah. For the two thousand. 17 2018 schedule. Yeah. Right. The prize money for hmm. for them 50 tournaments is £342 million. <laughs> oh right. My God. So, I mean, they, they normally take place, they all take place over four days. Now, I didn't yeah. look into the actual figures because I didn't have time. Yeah. If you were to say 20,000 people, yeah. which is a reserved amount because you know there's a lot more, yeah. go yeah. to them 50 tournaments, every single tournament, 20,000 people times 50. It's way more than the prize money. Well, no. Well, well, yes, it is. But what I'm meaning was, two people get hit by golf balls. Yeah. And out of a million yeah. who've been to see it, and all of a sudden... Hmm. Well, see, there's a theme here, isn't there? Because we've pointed out on a few occasions how powerful one opinion seems to be now. Uh, so one complaint for the non-binary fucking questions on that TV show... One complaint, and they had to change the whole thing. Well, I don't think they can. I, th- I think we've, we've discussed this. You can't have no. gender non-specific questions. Yeah. And what was it? Two two complaints about before. the Costarad. Costarad. So they've booted that off. Yeah. Uh, now two people get struck by a golf ball. And now that it's 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 the news all yeah. of a sudden. Now I'm sorry, but I've definitely not played golf as many times as you have. But every time you walk on a golf course. You're pretty cautious of what's going on around you. It's always you. the opportunity. Because you do not want to get hit by a fucking golf ball. But when you go and watch a competition... Yeah. What are you doing standing where you could get struck? I would never stand on the sideway, on the sidelines of a fucking tee-off area. Never. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? And I wouldn't even stand near that fucking hole either because... I mean, there's I mean, an opportunity. I mean... Right, so let's say there's a plane crash and 342 people are killed. Yeah. Right, so do we talk about planes and how dangerous they are? <laughs> do we or not? Are people being yeah. issued with parachutes now, just in case? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It. Everything seems to be... We're so weak, aren't we? Yeah. Everything's now a problem, whereas once upon a time, 
We would have just got on with it. It wouldn't yeah. have even been mentioned. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's like, I was thinking about this, I think, today. You know why, actually? And he's come up on the podcast a couple of episodes ago, Tim Peake. Right. Britain's only astronaut or whatever. He was on TV this morning being interviewed. I don't know why. Something to do with space, of course, and space exploration or whatever. Um, because we laughed about how he loves, it. he loves an interview. Oh. Jumps at it. Yes. And spacewalk to an interview. Uh, or do the moonwalk. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it made me think, well, you know, all this harping on about space, the final frontier, That's we need to explore space and all that shit. I mean, that's great, and I would never not want us to expand into space in terms of, you know, exploration and science because I love that stuff. But I was thinking, well, the final frontier for everyone is your internal space, isn't it? It's like we're trying to <clears throat> we're trying to sort of um, control so many things in the world and like change things to suit us. Try and control your fucking thoughts for one day. Try and be positive for one day. Try and get into that space inside yourself. But you're talking about PMA, positive mental attitude. Yeah. And the way things are at the moment, there is no positivity about a mental attitude. If you've got anything mental, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's but like, yeah, all this stuff that's sort of going on in the world at the moment, all this external shit, it's like, it's making me want to retract even more within myself. I mean, I meditate, that's come up a couple of times. And uh, I think the desire to want to do that now even more is due to the, just all this external shit. It's negativity, Justin. Yeah. But I mean, we, I mean, once upon a time, we used to get these twee stories at the end of the news it'd be like yeah. a happy story just yeah. a minute or something like that yeah but now it's just fucking doom yeah, and now gloom it's just doom and gloom all the time yeah no happy-go-lucky story as well though a couple have no. just celebrated their 75th wedding anniversary <laughs> well it isn't though is it as no. i say justin i mean perhaps we should try and for the next podcast try and do a podcast of positivity yeah everything that we read has to be a positive story yeah well that will be very easy to do um, do you think? <laughs> yeah. We could start off by sort of the opening story could be something that everyone can relate to uh, and an activity that everyone sort of partakes in. Breathing. I was going to say masturbation. but <laughs> Yeah, but you get a lot of women that would never admit to that. Oh, I don't know. Well, um, once upon a time they never would. Yeah, they wouldn't be more forthcoming than... Men, perhaps. Well, I don't think... Well, I mean, I've never happened upon a conversation where the woman said I'd get a good wank last night. <laughs> well, you're speaking to the wrong girls. I don't know. Quite obviously. <laughs> well, you're not asking the right questions. Never ask questions. Effing wankers. Effing wankers, indeed. I don't think I've got anything else, just... Oh, David Davis, he had a scarf on the other day outside the Conservative... Oh, 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 oh there it the is. Watch. I mean, could you imagine going to a Conservative party conference, could you? No. You know what? And I know you don't like him. I posted, I was, well, uh, we cut out there because the batteries died in the recorder. But uh, luckily I carry spares and we're back. And Danny dies on TV. Not for long. He's in prison. Do you know the reason why he's in prison? No. Because that dig at Mr Cameron. Oh, right. 
That's right, yeah. The art imitating life. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Or Mr. Cameron Wishes. Um, so I was talking about something that I was going to post to your Facebook page. Um, that young Labour fella. Oh, God. Young Labour fella? Um, you don't like him. Alan, uh, Owen Jones. He went to the Conservative Party conference in Birmingham. <laughs> and obviously he's a very renowned uh, Labour supporter. So it was stirring the pot somewhat. Uh, it was quite funny. He went um, there to, to listen? Uh, he was interviewing some people, um, just people who were attending. Well, they have changed the tune. I mean, I know yeah. they must have listened to, I think it was episode 18, yeah. because we said the, the, the annoying thing was that none of the parties are actually working together. Yeah. And now Labour have come back and said, oh, well, the Conservatives never asked us for our opinion. We could yeah. work together. Yeah, well, they don't want that, do they? No. But... Um, he was interviewing people who were attending, and it was quite funny. Um, some of the younger people were actually quite forthcoming, like willing to just chat to him and have a have a, a chin wag. And um, and then uh, he was interviewing one young guy, and you heard some people in the background chatting or something or saying something to this young fellow, like, "Don't let him spin anything. He always spins stuff." And he was like, <laughs> he was like, he turned around. He's like, what? No, I leave went. me alone. Yeah, and then some young guy came over and he's like, uh, no, 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 is is this all right? Is he like, uh, is he spinning things here? And uh, they were like, yeah, you always put a spin on it. And, oh God! And they were, anyway. It was just, it was very funny to watch. It was very painful. Sounds cringeworthy. To it be was. With you. That's why I was going to post it. Right. Thanks, Jules. But um, I, I quite like Owen Jones. He's willing to put himself into the lion's den. So well, you've got to, haven't you? We, yeah. we spoke about it before. You've got to yeah. throw yourself in. Well, that's the thing. And, uh, you know, people who are willing to um, speak, you've got to talk. Even to people that you, whose opinions and beliefs you oppose, you can't... We can never... I hope we never get to a stage where debate is culled. Look, it's already selective, Justin. It, you is, know it, is. it is starting to come that way. You know, I'm not talking to you because you look like that. Well, don't judge a book by its cover, please. <laughs> yeah, unless you're talking about interviewing a, a werewolf or a, a ghost. Well, you're being selective again, aren't you? Yeah, maybe. But no. what if uh, interviewing a ghost, that'd be good. Interview with a vampire. That'd be even better. Um but David Davis wearing a scarf. Oh, he was, he was almost like he wanted the next Doctor Who role. <laughs> Didn't you say he was the oldest man in the world? No, no that's, that's Vince Cable. Cable. Yeah. He's yeah. going to beat your 116. You know he is. <laughs> How old is he now? Uh, was it 80, 82, 83? Really? I think, I think so, yeah. That's pretty good to be active at that age. Shit. He wasn't a labourer, though. Yeah, that's all. He's never had to lift a finger in his life no. as an old Cable. He's, never he's always got somebody else to do his fingering for him. Yeah, he's never laid a cable. No. <laughs> Freaking hell. Did, you, did I tell you about Trump's uh, quick quip at himself? Oh, yeah, you did run it by me. I can't remember what it was. Well, he's, he's a teetotaler. He said he always has been. It'll yeah. probably come out of the news now that he drinks 18 pints of Stella a yeah. night. No, it's Coke he likes. 
Is that right? Dyke, right, okay. So he said this Brett Kavanaugh thing that's just been, it's been unbelievable to watch. It's just been sort of like, really? Is this coming across to our country soon? Probably. You get accused of something 30 years ago and then all of a sudden, but I've said this to you before, when is the past the past? It isn't anymore, is it? Because now this has been written about Kavanaugh. I mean, it came out today. He's actually been voted in as well. Yeah, he's one step away from being. So it's in, it's news now, isn't it, on the internet? Yeah. It's always there. It can always be used against you. Yeah, but I guess accusations of rape. But she said he didn't rape her. I don't know what she said. She, I never she said that, that. And another one said she wasn't a hundred percent sure he was yeah. there. So <laughs> I you know, that. when things like that come out, yeah. you think to yourself. Well, you need to be 100% yeah. sure, really. But see, that's what Trump was mocking. And that's the one thing that gets me most is, as I was saying before we started the podcast, like, Trump, forget about him for a second, forget about anyone involved in these accusations or whatever, is the fact that you've got someone in such a high, powerful position uh, with so many millions of eyes on you <clears throat> mocking witness testimony. Well, I just mocked it. Yeah, but you're not the president of the United States. Yeah, but I mean, it's difficult not to mock something when it when it's not a hundred percent factual. It's, it's, I, I know what you're saying. Don't drop down to other people's levels. But that's but that is appealing to the lowest fucking low. I mean, someone of such a high position is mocking. Like it's I. I that's one thing that I can't really fathom at the moment. I mean, I've not really. Is it, is it like, is it like uh, Barnier when he took a picture of that cream cake and, without the cherry on top and saying, you know, the Brits want yeah. the pie with the cherry on top and they're not having it? So what's he doing? He's mocking. Yeah, but he's not mocking someone who was possibly raped. He, he was mocking <laughs> the whole country. <laughs> 60 million people he mocked with that cake. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, uh, the lady, uh, I, I don't know what the lady's name is, I can't remember... Um, potentially or possibly not uh, remembering certain details. That's what happens to a brain during trauma. You don't remember details. If it was so traumatic just in 30 years ago, why wasn't it brought up then? I don't know. But, I mean, people have various reasons for not bringing up traumatic experiences. I mean, I was thinking, imagine yourself being raped as a man, right? Right. That does a lot to a man's masculinity, I would imagine. It would be so demoralising. Would you be telling people? Well, look at Andy Dufresne on yeah. the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You know, he just got stronger from all those experiences. <laughs> oh, hell. Don't be saying that. No, I, I mean, honestly, though, like, that would be yeah, dreadful experience. I wouldn't be very willing to talk to anyone about that. But you'd have to to get over it. Yeah, but Jesus. I mean, I've never had anything in my life that was that traumatic uh, that I can imagine. Rape. I've never had anything that comes close to an experience like that. Um, and I can't talk about an experience like that because, as I say, it's, it's something, like as you say, it's something yeah. psychological that would... Yeah. I'd it would leave a scar forever, wouldn't shocking. it? Shocking, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, that's, that's possibly what we're dealing with or what they're dealing with, you know. We're not, because we're not involved in it, but... But, but the, the only thing I was going to say was, I mean, Mr Trump, he has a sense of humour because they, yeah. they mocked him before he was president on Saturday Night everything. Live. Yeah, on everything. On, on, on everything, everything. Yeah. Absolutely small hands, everything. Small dick, right. fat ass, yeah. I thought it was mushroom. Up. 
Mushroom penis. Little mushroom cock, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he did say, he said, look, I'm a teetotaler. He said, imagine what a mess I would make yeah. if I actually drank as well. So, I mean, yeah. he's taking the mickey out of I mean, it's pretty fine, yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. These A lot of these men who were in these extremely high positions, even before he was president, um, isn't that that Stormy Daniels said that he was, like, absolutely nothing in the sack, you know, like... Well, I can't imagine, him, can't imagine him needing to concentrate on something like that. It's, it's self-fulfilment, isn't it? Yeah. Let's be honest about it. He's not interested in the woman. <laughs> She's merely the vessel, isn't she? Let's be honest yeah. about it. But he was nothing special at all. I mean, he doesn't... He obviously doesn't strike me as uh, a Don Juan, especially uh, in the sack. Is Don Juan from Mexico? No, he may, he may he not was, like that comparison. He's from Spain. Right. Yeah. So his border's too far for Trump to fuck with. Um, <laughs> Don Juan de Mayo. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Well, this is a strange thing to get into. It just made me think of it. Can you tell? <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> I was going to say, can you tell by looking at blokes if they'd be good in the sack? You'd have I mean, to ask a woman that question. Obviously just... not us because we're heterosexual. But I think you can. You can look at some blokes and think. You can it, look at some blokes and think he's probably not even good at doing his shoelaces, <laughs> let alone you know. I think women are strange. I mean, they have strange fascinations. And I mean, there was a young lady that, that liked me, but she commented on how clean your fingernails were. And it's so <laughs> like, right, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. But then again, who would want to be handled with dirty fingernails? Handled. Yeah. Yeah. Why well, did you laugh at the word handled? Yeah. Fog handles. Well, I especially don't want some filthy bloke's hands on me. Well, this, this I mean, is that, what I mean. But, that uh, would be very out of the ordinary. So, I mean, you could start from a base level of women like um, men who don't have dirty fingernails. Well, of course they do. Yeah, because it shows a level of self... Cleanliness. Yeah, and hygiene. Basic hygiene. Basic. I mean, I know what that feels like too because uh, on my right hand I had quite long fingernails to play the guitar for quite a number of years and um, I don't anymore because... Dirty, discoloured, nicotine-stained Well, you just you can't avoid it. Like, you have a shower, you look after them, whatever, because you kind of have to... to well, can you sure not use one of them? Is it a plectrum? Plectrum? A plectrum, no. I was a, a fingerer. I was a fingerer. Yeah. Right. I'm good at... Um, Fingering? Well, I've got amazing dexterity. Okay. Let's put it that way. And, um... <laughs> like the Usain Bolt of dexterity. Marvellous. Fingering. Um... But uh, I was doing manual work at the time. I was surveying for some of it. And uh, you just, your fingernails just get crammed with fucking dirt. And you do see people look at them. I was always conscious of it or self-conscious of it. It's like, shit. I think the worst thing is, is dirty toenails. Oh. We used to, um, there used to be a farmer who on golf course. Yeah. And he used to wear sandals. He did, he wore sandals. <laughs> and his, his finger, his toenails were sort of like, there was just something yeah. else. I know, you see adverts for like toe fungal cream. Where are people getting these fungal foot diseases? I don't know, just what, did it, what do you have to do to your feet well, to get a toenail see, fungal? Now people listening to this are going to say, well, changing rooms. Okay, let's use changing rooms as an example. Uh, I was in swimming competitions and swimming changing rooms since I was a kid. Up until even now, I use changing rooms multiple days per week because of the gym. I have never once in my life got a foot fungal disease, not even athlete's foot. So how do you get it? Um, I don't know. M- misappropriation of dirty socks. 
I don't know, Justin. How you get things like this? You'd have to read. If you had your laptop, you'd be able to. Yeah, but it's like you know. <laughs> yeah, and you see old people's fingernails as well, and like old people's feet and toenails. <laughs> you see, you, I, th- I think you know when you're old when you can't cut your own toenails. But it starts to almost resemble like clear ivory. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happens to that keratin? It becomes like ultra thick Ooh. and. Ah, oh, just one more thing to look forward to. As you get older. Yeah. Marvellous. Fucking hell. Well, I don't know how long that's been because we cut out due to battery loss. Um, it's been a while, man. Yeah, it's probably been a while. It's been well over an hour. Yeah. A um, couple of dirty things have come up. I've got a dirty mind, though. This is one thing I should highlight for anyone listening to this. It's not necessarily a dirty mind. It's just that when we talk about something or I could be having a conversation with anyone, my mind will instantly picture and entertain the dirtiest aspect of that conversation. The filthiest scenario. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just normal. See, now I've possibly tarnished myself because anyone I talk to since this will be picturing, well, will be having a conversation with me and they'll be thinking, is he thinking about... What's he, what, what's he thinking about now? Yeah. So I'm fucked now. No. Nah. No, I'm not. I think it makes it more interesting. It'd be interesting if, if you say we're talking to a female and she turned around and said, what are you thinking about now? And I'd you told say, the honest well, truth. I'd say, excuse me, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is harassment. No. No, I don't know. Jesus Christ. It's just imagination. My imagination's been too vivid from I don't think one. it can ever be too vivid. Well. And Imagine life without one. It would be shit. It would be like being born in Britain and dying in Britain. It's been like opening a book and every page was blank. Blank, yeah. I once had to, uh, I once went on uh, to the United States with my dad and my sister and my stepmom in uh, 1995. So I was in year five at school. And uh, because we were going away, I think for three weeks or thereabouts, the teacher gave me um, homework to do overseas. I mean, what a great idea, you fucking freak you're going on holiday yeah well, i'm just about to ruin it for you yeah hey let's do some homework and i mean not the best student to give homework to i never did anyway he hated my guts anyway um i did not get on well with this man whatsoever um and i one of the tasks was i had to read a book and then write a report about it so i thought oh fuck all right three thousand page book no well this is you'll love this because you know how i am with reading um I picked a, a Choose Your Own Adventure book because I thought oh, that would be all right. Uh, I was able to finish the book in 13 pages <laughs> <laughs> because of the adventure route that I took from the page to page was 13 pages. I thought, simple. I never wrote the report. Oh, I wish you had done now. No, it would have been shit anyway. But um, yeah, 13 pages. See you later. He thought he got me on that one. No, you fucking Yeah, didn't. take yeah. that. Yeah, 300 pages. No, I'll condense it to 13. <laughs> See ya, buddy. <laughs> well, on that note, um, that's been episode 21. I hope it's been entertaining. Uh, yeah, keep listening. Subscribe. I go through all this shit. Anyway I know you do, man. Start I know you do. My little sign-off and... Uh, when, when's it going to be out? Because Justin is so lackadaisical. <clears throat> His approach sometimes is... It, it reduces me to tears. No, no, it's been uh, consistent, except for this week, because I was away. Um, we could have had one in the back burner, but I like to keep them current current events. So this will be out on Tuesday. Good. Tuesday, 
What will the date be? It's Friday, so... Uh, I don't even know what the date is. The 8th. It's the 5th. Right. 5th, 6th, 7th. 9th. 9th. Fucking hell. I'm not a maths savant. Let's put it that way. But I'm a podcast savant. (laughs) And on that note, au revoir. Well, that's it for episode 21, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Um... Please subscribe to the podcast. I cannot reiterate that enough. It's something that I just have to keep on banging home because uh, the more people subscribe, then uh, the more attention iTunes will pay to the podcast and maybe it will be selected or added to some fancy list that some millennials concocting somewhere in the bowels of Apple uh, headquarters there in San Francisco. Um Maybe it gets picked up by some influencer, whatever they are. I know what they are, but I mean, Jesus. You know, this is 2018, you've got influencers now. Instagram influencers. Anyway, uh, there is another episode coming out next week. I was a little bit lazy with it this week. Uh, my apologies. Just because I've been a little bit distracted by the pain near my crutch. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's it, folks. Uh, If you'd like to get in touch, I recommend you do because you will receive a reply. That's guaranteed because we're not getting many emails. Um, It's no secret. Um, Yes, please do get in touch via email. You can get in contact with me here at Redvis HQ via the email address hello at redvismusic.com. And uh, if you've got a question you'd like Steve and I to answer, uh, you want some advice, maybe you just have a topic that you'd like us to cover, then do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. It would be much appreciated. As are your ears listening to this. Um, The numbers of the podcast listeners are growing uh, steadily, uh, which is exciting to see. Um, Yeah people in America, England, I think Switzerland came in like third or fourth, something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's cool to see that the numbers are growing. It's very encouraging. So thank you. Thank you. And I love you. Have a good weekend. Take care of each other. Spread the word. Um, I don't know what the word is. Make it up. Just spread a word. Uh, Chinese whispers. All right, folks, that's it. Peace out. A Rivaducci.